0: And today's episode is about how investors should be utilizing iBuyers such as Open Door. I want to share a couple of our experiences with selling properties to iBuyers and how I really view them not as competition, but really as someone that we can use and even, I guess, quote unquote, collaborate with um, and, and why we should be viewing them as an opportunity. And not necessarily something that can hinder our business, but actually should be something that is a benefit to us, okay? But before we go any further in today's episode, I do want to ask, if you're listening on Apple, please leave me a five-star review, trying to get those up as high as I possibly can. We finally got past 100 of them, um, which, funny enough, I saw a couple come in and the numbers didn't go up. So I think at some point in time, they fall off. I don't know. Apparently Apple's always trying to make it more difficult on us. Uh, But if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you're also subscribed to the channel and make sure you give us a thumbs up. All right. So I want to share a couple of experiences with Open Door that we've had. So things definitely changed since COVID. Okay. So I want to talk about the differences of selling a property to specifically Open Door. Uh, prior to COVID, and now how they've changed their their systems since then. Okay, so a lot of the complaints that people had, and even things that investors say to motivated sellers about iBuyers like Open Door, this video is very important because they have changed their their systems, and it's important for you to understand how that flow goes because. One of the biggest things that we would always tell sellers was, is, well, yeah, maybe Open Doors willing to pay you X amount today, but wait until they hit you up with the inspection and then they're going to kill you with the repair estimate, right? Well, it's important to know they've kind of changed that. They fixed their system. And so it's important to understand how they've changed that, okay? So let's go back pre-COVID, okay? This is how it used to go you would go on to open door site, their website, you would enter in a lot of details, the property information, how many bedrooms, bathrooms, square foot. And then you would go along and say, this is when I replaced the flooring. This is the last time I painted the house. This is when I updated the kitchen and the bathrooms and the roof and all of those items. Right. And then within 24 hours, they would send you an email And they would say, based off the information that you provided us, Open Door is willing to purchase your house if it fit within their buy box, which we'll go over what their buy box is. But if it fit within their buy box, they would then say, we're willing to pay you X amount of dollars. So let's just say for this example, they're going to be willing to pay us $200,000 for our property. Okay. At that point in time, one of their um, advisors, whatever they call it, would then contact you and say, hey, we see that you received our contract and you've accepted it. That's great. You signed all the contracts. Now we need to schedule our inspection. You would then schedule the inspection An inspector would come out. They would send, you know, usually just a local licensed inspector. That's how they handled it here in DFW. And the inspector would then do just a normal inspection. Okay. And then based off those inspection results, they would come back and say, okay, we need to do this much in repairs. And now I will say one of the biggest um, myths out there about selling to an iBuyer, specifically Open Door, was that they just kill you with the repair costs. Well, that's actually not true. Their, Their costs that they were coming back with on some of the repair items was very fair. In fact, it was very comparable to what we pay our contractors to do certain items. You know, if they came back and they said, hey, you know, we need to replace trim or or we need to replace this carpet or we need to do work to the AC. A lot of times those numbers were very fair, but they would hit you with a price reduction, okay? For the repairs, they would come back and say, okay, we're willing to pay you $200,000, but we need to lower uh, the costs by say ten thousand dollars due to these unknown repairs. Okay, so now you're down to one ninety, and then they were also going to hit you up with the realtor fees, the open door fee, and, and those were going to knock you down. But that's a, a given, right? They're very open and honest about that when they make you their initial offer. So the big cons- can complaint that a lot of investors had was is the repairs, how they were hitting you up with that. No one was really concerned about how they're truly making money, which is with the the agency fees and the open door fee, which altogether equaled out to be pretty close to just selling on the market plus an additional fee, okay? Which you're getting, I mean, a pretty awesome service in the fact that you're not having to list it, you're not having to have showings and you're getting this offer within 24 hours. So for someone like me that likes to move quickly, this was a benefit. And I enjoyed this as an investor. So we sold quite a few properties to open door uh, pre-COVID using this system right here. Now there were times where the repair estimate came back and it was like, okay, we were wanting to make $30,000 net profit on this by flipping it to open door. And now this is moving us closer to like $10,000. Maybe it would make more sense for us to uh, just go ahead and do the repairs and, and sell it on the market ourselves, okay? So that being said, COVID happened. All I buyers essentially just stopped buying for a period of time. For several months, they just kind of stopped. And so what was awkward for us about this and why we're so knowledgeable about this uh, circumstance with I buyers, is we had actually just bought a property from a local wholesaler here in Dallas that our entire exit strategy was to do zero repairs and sell it to open door. And how we were doing that was is right before closing, I was submitting the property to open door to figure out what their, est- what their estimated price was going to be. And so we were actually in line. I think we, we purchased the property for 200000 and we had received an offer from Open Door for 275000 or maybe it was 100000 and 175000 I can't remember those exact numbers, but I know there was a $75,000 spread there. And that, you know, then of course there was going to be the open door fees and then there was going to be the repairs. So we were hoping we were going to come in somewhere in the forty to $45,000 range. COVID happened, open door called us and said, hey, we're no longer buying in DFW at all. And so that really stung because at that point in time, we had to go ahead and do the repairs to the property, then list it. And we eventually ended up making less than what we would have made had we just sold it to Open Door. Okay. Fast forward several months and we get an opportunity during the 50-day challenge. If you did watch this, this is a a property that was brought to us in one of my favorite zip codes in Fort Worth, 76137 by Johnny Mankin. And he brought us the deal I actually did the analysis during the 50 day challenge right there. And I said, hey, man, if you can get this for like 115, 112, smoking hot deal. And he's like, dude, I just locked it up for 102. Amazing. Great. Because the reason why we love this area so much is because we could flip it, we could do the repairs and flip it. We could keep it as a rental property. We could. Do repairs and then refinance it into long-term financing and then wrap it. Okay, sell or finance it, or which is what we ended up doing, do nothing to it at all and sell it to open door. Okay. So this is this is fun because this is the first property that we actually got to submit to open door post-COVID. Now they're buying again. And we submitted it and they made quite a few changes. So what were those changes? we submitted the property on the website they did not make us an offer they then the the advisor for open door called me and said okay now the changes are we are going to go out and do our inspection prior to making you an offer okay so now the inspector comes out looks at the entire property okay then says okay open door here's your inspection report open door looks at it and says all right We need $5,000 for repairs. Here's our offer minus the repairs, minus all of our fees. This is a guaranteed net to you price. Now, from an investor standpoint, this is very important for you to understand this because if you're sitting down and you're thinking they're still doing things the way they used to do them, you might be telling the motivated seller, yeah, but they're going to hit you up later on with, with those repair fees but that's not the case anymore. So it's very important for you to understand that. Also, if you're utilizing open door to buy properties from you, this is amazing. You no longer have to have this unknown repair estimate that's going to come in and chop off that number. And just from a, just a mental standpoint of, being told, "Hey, we're going to we're going to buy this property from you and this is how much net is going to come to you" and then you're hit even if you know, like you're going into it and you're anticipating, "Hey, I know they're going to hit me for 5 to $10,000 in repair estimates." It still really stings because you can't mentally get out of that like, "Oh, I was getting this much and now I'm getting only this much." So from that standpoint, it's really enjoyable to sell a property to Open Door now. You go to them and they say, this is how much net you're going to receive from us. And from that point on, a couple of weeks later, the closing happened and it was seamless. So how do investors properly use Open Door? Using them as a buyer. Yes, you have to buy the property, take title. And is the risk associated with it? Of course, every time we're doing this, we're also escrowing the repairs that would need to be done to the property if open door weren't b- to buy the property or to fall out of escrow. So we're protecting ourselves in that regard to make sure that we can still appropriately flip the property if open door doesn't pan out. Up to date, the only property that is not panned out for us by selling the open door was the one when COVID happened. So March of and April of 2020 is really when that's the only property that's fallen out of escrow with them. Outside of that, every other property has performed beautifully. Okay. Now, what is Open Doors Buy Box? Now, this is different in many different markets. And this is just based off of me asking and and also trying to sell them properties in different markets. So for example, they have a different buy box in Phoenix, Arizona than they do in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Okay they're willing to go to different price points. What I was told about their Dallas buy box, and I believe this is right around COVID. So this could even be different now was they wanted the air to be $300,000 or less. Okay. Now that being said in Phoenix, I believe they're willing to go up to like four to $500,000 is what I've been told. There's also, they're willing to buy, um, 1960 or newer in some markets. Now, that being said, you need to be very careful about selling those 1960s houses because they will not purchase with cast iron plumbing. Okay. That was one of the things that we've learned about that buy box as well. So for me personally, I try to make them 1980 or newer houses. So we don't have to worry about those items. Um, And then it's really just about those two items: the year built and then the valuation of it. I believe they probably have some criteria about bedroom and bathroom count. They probably won't buy two ones. I believe they they need to be brick, not all siding houses. They have other little small criterias, but some of that they just advertise on their website that you can find out. Uh, but worst case scenario, you could always just enter in the property and find out if they're willing to offer you or not. Uh, the reason how we got how we got into this was literally by doing that. We had a property that was a rental property that we were eventually going to try to sell seller finance. We were going to wrap the mortgage, right? And we we broadcasted it the same way, marketed it through Craigslist, Zillow, Facebook Marketplace, Bandit Signs, all the things that we always have done to sell our, our owner finance properties. It just wasn't moving. Like We weren't getting showings, people were not interested in it and we didn't know what to do. And so I literally was just like, why don't we just submit it to open door and see what happens? And so we did. And I believe on that one, we ended up making somewhere around 30 to $35,000 profit on it. And, and that's when the idea kind of came about like, hey, let's see if this is a viable option for us to try to replicate over and over and over again. And at this point in time, I think we've done it 12, 15 times, something along those lines. Don't know the exact number. But again, like I said, only one has fallen out of escrow. So for me, I view Open Door as now a viable exit strategy for titanium investments. That's how I view them. I don't view them as competition. And I don't think you should either. I think you should view it as any other viable exit strategy you have, whether it be wholesaling, flipping, rental, uh, seller finance, Airbnb, whatever it is. Selling to an iBuyer is now a new option for real estate investors, and it should be something that you seriously consider. That being said, today is the start of the NCAA tournament. And as you can tell, RJ's not wearing black. I think for like the first time in titanium vault history, I'm wearing bird orange. Hook them horns. We're going all the way this year. That's my prediction. I'm, I'm putting it out there, March 19th, 2021. Prior, this is 10, 14 a.m. So we've got an hour and what 61 minutes right now before the tournament starts. I'm predicting the Texas Longhorns win the national championship this year. All right, guys, that's all I got for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, remember, if you're listening on Apple, give us a five-star review. YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening to The Titanium Vault with your host, R.J. Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash the titanium vault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on The Titanium Vault.